Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You can hear Golf with Jay Delsing Sunday mornings here on 101 ESPN. Jay, good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I, I, I love the fact that Brooks Kepka has attacked his live teammate, Matthew Wolf. Now, Brooks Kepka, by the way, famously said, the only time I play golf, you see me on TV. And then he said about Matthew Wolf, who's kind of given like a half effort on, uh, on Kepka's team on the live tour. He said, I mean, when you quit on your round, you give up and stuff like that. That's not competing. I'm not a big fan of it. You don't work hard. It's very tough. Kepka said of Matthew Wolf, I've basically given up on him. A lot of talent, but I mean, the talent's wasted. What do you think? Isn't it great? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just, Brooks Kepka is just a walking, talking billboard for himself and for <laughs> drama. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, right now we don't have enough drama in golf, so we have to add a little more. <laughs> I, I don't know how you throw another, uh, you know, the, the team concept is sketchy anyway, right? I mean, does anybody, can you name any uh, complete four-man teams out there, guys? Because I can't. No, I, I, but I can name the Smashers. That's a team. Yeah, and the Range Goats is one of my favorites. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Range Goat, whatever that is. Yeah, so obviously I don't love Liv. I don't love that. I think there's, there might be something fun team concept-wise. Tiger and Rory are doing this thing with different cities, and that's yet to be unveiled. I'm excited to, to, to hear about that because I think it's going to have – a tiny bit more organization behind it. But the Smashers, the High Flyers, I mean, Phil Mickelson stole the name from someone because now he's getting sued. The High Flyers are getting sued for some sort of copyright infringement or some sort of trademark infringement or so. I don't know. All of this court stuff, man. It sucks. (laughs) Jay, uh, I saw that there are six PGA Tour players, including last year's winner for the John Deere Classic, all staying in a house together. They did it last year. It worked out well for them. They're doing it again this year. Did you ever do anything like that during your time? Uh, We did a lot of that in college, Brooke. Um, When when our team traveled, it was like a a really bad frat house with um, (laughs) all the different personalities. But we didn't do that much on the PGA tour. You know, this is, I'm aging myself completely here, but they didn't have any, um, uh, Airbnbs and stuff like that. back in the day. So we had no idea that those houses were even available to stay in. Um, so every once in a while, um, a friend of mine and I, we would rent a house together, but it was just the two of us. It never was, uh, you know, that, that big of thing, but you know, it could really, it could really be fun, especially if there's some pool tables and, and some ping pong. I'm sure that there is so that the guys have stuff to, to do and play uh, when they get back from the course. So, Jay, I'm reading an article from uh, Fox Sports, and it's a U.S. women's golfer disqualified after caddy makes grave mistake. Now, I'm not going to try to pronounce the golfer's name. Well, I will try. Vong Tavilup. 
her caddy was spotted during using a rangefinder. What do you make of that? Well, the rangefinders are. It's, there's a confusing thing going on right now, Carrie, because they're they're letting everybody use the rangefinders. Um, during practice rounds, and I think we were even allowed to use them in the PGA Championship this year. And you're allowed to use them in college, and, and, and so somehow or another, this guy didn't get the memo that the USGA is not on board with it. And I, I think it's kind of stupid. I really think that it, it might speed up play a little bit, which I'm all for. And I, I just think it's, it's just so, so much more convenient than trying to find the sprinkler heads and, and, and all the other thing. I, th- I just think it's it's too much. Now I talked to a few players about this, and they were they were thinking they were not as in favor of it as I thought they would be because they thought that for certain guys it would slow them down. But Kerry, going back to the pronunciations, when we were with the Fox Golf Team, we were being pronunciation for three and four hours wow. before some of the women's events because there was this one woman from from I think she was from Thailand, and I was like, please God, just don't let me be out with her. She had three K's in her last name, and I <laughs> no chance of pronouncing it. Hey, uh, speaking, Jay, of uh, of celebrity golf, the American Century Championship is next week. Our buddy Joe Buck is participating. He says, by the way, that we should root for him to be in the top 20. That's the goal is when we watch next week for Joe to be in the top 20. But you played in the Bob Hope out in uh, California. How much fun is it for pro golfers to get together with celebrities and see how good celebrities are and see how bad celebrities are because some of them think they're pretty good and they're really not. Yeah, that's more likely. That's more of a case than I can remember. I think I may have told you that I played with Lawrence Taylor back in his heyday, and that was scary. He was <laughs> – it wasn't that his golf game was so bad. His personality was frightening. He, we'd kind of get on the tee, and I'm like, this guy might – he might just attack the crowd. He was so amped up. And, you know, we're walking around, and, and, and it's nothing like an NFL football game, clearly. <laughs> and he was not, was not comfortable. But for the most part, Randy, the, 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 the guys are really respectful, and, and it, goes, it goes really well. And you usually can make some, some good friends from, from those sort of um, rounds. Every once in a while, you'll get one with someone with, um, that just, just doesn't get it. You know, and and, and is in is is wants to hit a mulligan and wants to break a bunch of rules, and you just can't do that. But guys, I got paired with Tommy John, the Tommy John, like <laughs> dating myself, out at Pebble Beach. And as the round moved on, he um, and his partner, he was playing with uh, Lanny Watkins, and his, he and his partner were moving up to leaderboard. And I saw him this physical change in Tommy, and and he he had hard time breathing. He was really, really uptight. He started missing a bunch of short putts. And we went and had lunch afterwards. And I said, Tommy, you know, he's like, can you help me with what happened out there today? I go, well, I watched it. I said, I, I, I guess you got to help me understand you're, you're getting major league hitters out with 82 mile an hour. You know, that's all he had back in the day. And, and, and then I watched you, you know, have what happened to you today happened to you. And he's like, this is not my realm. I got so nervous. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't feel my hands. I couldn't. And I mean, you think here's a guy that's pitching at Yankee stadium and and can, you know, can't really throw over 85 miles an hour can, can trick the hitter. So it's, it's just putting these guys in, in these different situations. um, You guys that they're not familiar and comfortable with, and you see some pretty weird stuff. Is there a celebrity or an athlete that you really respect the game of a a non-pro golfer? 
you know, I, I don't like what he does to the NFL, but Aaron Rodgers looks like one of the best players, period. I mean, when he played in the, the second, I don't know how many, we've had so many matches, but when he when they played out in Montana, and I think it was just Phil and Bryson and Brady and, and Rodgers, I was really impressed with how, you know, when Bryson would wander off the beaten track, which happened quite often, Rodgers really uh, stayed in there and, and held him in there, and he he really putted well. And that's the thing, you guys, that, where you can really start telling it, because the putting is kind of the finer part of the game, and it's 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 super, super hand-eye that some of these guys aren't that great at. And Aaron Rodgers looked fantastic. Okay, give us one putting tip. What's one When you play with amateurs, What's one thing that people don't do well with putting that people could maybe use a, yeah. a tip for? Yes. Yeah, so first of all, first of all, get your hands on the putter so that you're comfortable and your hands have to stay soft. And that means your forearms, everything has to be as soft and relaxed as you can. That's the most important thing. The neck from a, from a, a mechanical standpoint. And Brooke, I understand you're, you're diving in head first for the game. Uh, yeah, that is, that is wonderful. So this, this might help. This might help you. Uh, otherwise, just call me. I'll, I'll teach you some new swear words because you're going to need them. Much <laughs> longer. But guys, the next thing that you want to do is when you're standing in your putting posture, you don't want to move much at all from your belt or from your waist down. And one of the problems that happens with most amateurs is they put a little bit of hip turn in with their putting as they come through. And every once in a while on a long putt, they'll crush one, and it'll go. 15 or 20 feet by the hole. And then from that point on, they're, they're going to be short the entire day because they're afraid of running that putt too far by the hole. That is when you, you get your lower body involved. So when you putt, you just want to kind of move your upper body together and let the, the head of the putter lead. And that is, that, is, that is the key. It is the key. We had Brad Faxon on, guys, oh, probably a month ago now. And he, he's, he, I think for the last 20 years of his, of his PGA Tour career, he never finished out of the top 15 or so in putting. And some of the stuff he told me, which is, I'm, I'm relaying to you guys now, I went out and putted right away because I was like, damn, I haven't been doing that, that sort of stuff. So getting your hands on the putter and getting feeling comfortable with your hands on the putter, I know that sounds really stupid, but it is, it is really super important. Good stuff to work on. Jay, who do you have on the show on Sunday? Speaking of controversy, we have Brandel Chambly on the show. Love it. We talk, oh, I know. He is uh, not short on opinions and um, really a really well-educated guy. So we talk live and Phil and, oh, gosh, you know, all the, all the golf drama. We have golf drama now, which, you know. It's fun. I know. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. something to talk about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, have a great weekend. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. We'll be tuned in on Sunday morning. Okay, guys. Have a great day. You too, Jay. Jay Delsing with us on 101 ESPN.